This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Podcasts. I won't be surprised if they have to wait. I won't be surprised if they do wait. I think it may end up playing out that way just because of supply and demand. And a lot of teams who might not understand yet what they want or how much they're willing to spend. Okay, so let's talk about the contract situation that you wanted to get into with Justin Fields and some of the misunderstandings or maybe things that we need to know moving forward when we're still considering uh, whether or not the Bears should or shouldn't or will or won't move on. So I gave you and Adam Studzinski, our stud producer, pardon the pun, a homework assignment before this podcast because I put out a tweet over the weekend, and I'm going to read it verbatim so that our audience has a, a better understanding of kind of what I was after and how many people failed this exercise. Uh, <laughs> the tweet was this. You're Ryan Poles. You're weighing the possibilities of keeping Justin Fields. You are starting to think about his contract situation beyond 2024. Your move. What is it? So I asked you guys to, to, to find the responses, which, by the way, as of this taping, uh, I think, let me see how many, how many uh, responses. We had 388 replies to that. Wow. <laughs> I, asked, I asked each of you to try to find two that you deemed sensible so that perhaps we could filter through some of the noise and the mess to come up with a logical uh, discussion on why the contract situation provides a really good frame for this discussion. Uh, a lot of people had a lot of thoughts. Um, a very small percentage of them were able to handle the actual assignment, which was to address the contract situation of Justin Fields, not just shout at other people in the thread about whether they like Justin or dislike Justin. I picked the first two that made me nod my head in agreement. I don't Perfect. know how studs went about it. How did you do, Adam? Adam can go okay. first. So I had this, this was fascinating because I looked through quite a bit of these replies, trying to find something that I thought made sense. Most of it, most of it was trade fields or keep like, I, there was a lot of keep was stunning to me. Uh, here's what I found. And so this guy is saying, right. you Ryan pulls. He's basically quoting, quoting air or Hmm. Justin Fields is worth $6 million this year. I could take a $22 million fifth-year option and is likely worth $35 million a year for the four to five years after that, assuming you do it. Right? Or I could have Caleb Williams at $6 million this year. He's worth 8, 10, and 12 for the years after that, approximately, right? Whatever the rookie quarterback structure comes out to be. That one I actually found sensible because that actually – accomplished like followed the assignment it was like okay you were asking about the contract talks like this this is what you're looking at so that was that was the first one i found it was really hard to find anything else to be honest with you <laughs> okay a lot of mine were like why is dan so grouchy uh, <laughs> why does dan hate twitter 
Why does Dan make fun of me and my social media feed all the time? Why doesn't Dan sound happier on the radio? <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're all I'm, coming at me. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay. You know what? Andy O'Halleck, A-O-H-A-L-E-K. This was the most sensible one I think I found, and I went through a bunch, probably more than I should have. It was a rabbit hole that you just kept on going deeper. You know all about that. Yes. This is, this is what Andy said. Trade fields, draft QB, cannot, all caps, cannot pay a dude 25 million plus for bottom 10 play at that position. I honestly believe CW, Caleb Williams, and Drake May's floor is higher than the production we saw last season from Fields. The amazing OMG plays don't outweigh the layups JF1 misses or doesn't see. That's a very good tweet because it's not personal. It, I keep always say this. It's, it's not criticism. It's objectivity. And the wow plays, the special flashes, they really don't outweigh the yards that are left on the field. In my mind, in Andy O'Hallock's mind, and I think that's a sensible way to look at what what are you investing in potentially. Well, you're investing in the highlights. You are buying a movie ticket based on the trailer. And I just don't know if that's always the wisest way to go about it. So Andy O'Hallock is the tweeter of the day. I have one more. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Bob Soda, S-O-D-A. Do you know Bob? One. I picked this one too, David. <laughs> okay. Thank God these Twitter replies aren't Ryan Poles. I've never seen a fan base so dead set on remaining mediocre at the most important position in sports. <laughs> it's Welcome well to Chicago. <laughs> but my purpose in, in, in putting this out there over the weekend wasn't even to, to – draw the conclusion that the tweets that you guys just mentioned all drew. It was to say, if you wanted to keep Justin Fields, how would you do it? And so few people could come up with a clear, coherent answer on how to do it rationally. One of the most common responses was to um, eschew the fifth-year option and try to do what the Packers did with Jordan Love, which was to give him an extension that guaranteed him less money in year five, but was loaded with incentives so, so that he could play out his rookie deal and then play in 2025 with an incentive-based contract. Justin Fields is not, even though he's re represented by the same agent as Jordan Love, isn't going to accept that deal. Jordan Love had made one start in his career when he agreed to that extension. It was a, a prove-it kind of scenario that the Packers put him in. Just, Justin Fields is 38 starts into his NFL career. There's no way he's going to take less than the fifth-year option to try to plan a, a, a prove-it deal in 2025. Beyond that, almost nobody I, I don't know if you could go through almost 400 replies in that thread and find anyone that thinks Justin is worth more than the $160 million Daniel Jones extension from a year ago. Nobody's advocating extend him for for multiple years down the road and and pay him at least forty million dollars on average. And at that point, 
you're drawing your own conclusion that you don't think Justin Fields has proven himself better than Daniel Jones at this point. And if that's what you're advocating sticking with is somebody that you're not confident enough is as good as Daniel Jones to be paid like Daniel Jones, your conclusion's being drawn for you. The other most popular response was the one that is almost so far out there that it's not possible. It's to uh, make him play out year four of the rookie deal, exercise the, the, the fifth year option and then franchise tag. So just, Oh my gosh, three, three years on your term. So, so you create another three year runway of trial to figure out whether Justin is your long-term answer at quarterback because three years and 38 starts wasn't enough. Let's do three more years and 38 more starts. And then we'll figure out whether we want to pay him. when here you are sitting on the doorstep of a potential upside beats everything opportunity to draft Caleb Williams in a draft that isn't going to come around every year, even though some people want it to. Uh, and, and, and so like, it was just crazy to, to, to go through all those responses and struggle to find even a dozen that made a coherent argument for how Justin could stick here business-wise. It's all emotion-driven. You know, it's all emotion-driven. Right. And we love Justin. We don't want to see him go. Caleb uh, Williams fans can go to hell. We want Justin. Keep him here. And that, that's that's what it's flooded with. What You do the business exercise as an NFL general manager, and you go, there's no way this can happen. The business exercise would also include, okay, arguing on behalf of the Justin Fields crowd for a moment. Yeah, I'm, that, that's the, part the, of the exercise. The, the fact, the fact that, that if, you, if you did – say one of your uh, suggestions or one of the alternatives in, in paying Justin through five years and, and not necessarily extending him, which I think is impractical and not unlikely, but theoretically it would allow you not necessarily, it would eat up money that you could spend on other resources, which is the beauty of the rookie contract, which is right. what the Caleb Williams crowd will argue. But the counter to that is, well, you won't need to spend the money on all those assets because you have all those draft picks and all that young talent. And it's going to be rookie talent that's going to grow. And Justin Fields is going to be good enough at quarterback to get you more players that are on cheap contracts that is a better use of your resources. So I think that that is the counter to it. I don't necessarily agree with that, but I do think that's what you hear sometimes when people are arguing to keep Justin. Studs gave some of the numbers from the, the Caleb Williams rookie deal. And when you when you look at what the sa- the savings won't come in 2024, so it won't be this year. It'll be 25 and 26. Uh, and then if Caleb materializes into what you think he's going to materialize into, you're extending him after his third season and you're giving him one of those, you know, record challenging record setting quarterback deals but you're going to have in 2025 and 2026 if you use that daniel jones contract as a baseline you're going to have 30 plus million dollars in savings in those two you know league year uh roster cycles to go sign people to go get somebody that can fill out your roster by 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 this time next year the Bears should conceivably be in a position to be making a strong charge at playing deep into January. And at that point, you want to have some extra money to make some of those luxury signings that that hopefully push you over an edge. And you're going to have that in 25 and 26 if you have a rookie quarterback's contract as opposed to a, uh, a middle-tier guy who you're paying $40 million plus a year. It was a fun exercise. It was a good, worthwhile thing to do. One last note on, on, on this before we move on to another topic. We mentioned Daniel Jones several times. Just worth noting, <laughs> the last mock draft I saw had the Giants taking a quarterback with their Jayden first Daniels. pick. The, yeah, Jaden Daniels. The the scuttlebutt from the four-letter network had Mike Tannenbaum, former general manager, suggesting, I think, that the Browns should trade Deshaun Watson 
for Daniel Jones and swap bad contract for bad contract. I don't think that would ever happen. The point being that the Daniel Jones contract is used and referred to so often because it's a mistake. Yeah. It was a colossal error and a bad judgment on behalf of the Giants. So I don't know if, you know, if, when you hear that reference in relation to Justin Fields, it's like that is what you want to avoid. Right. And, and, and at the same time, David, people aren't even willing to go as far as saying that that Justin Fields is worth the deal that, that Daniel Jones got. And so it's a it's a quick, hard pause when, when you get to that point of the, the financial negotiation standpoint of this. Um, look like we're going to get a chance this week, presumably to hear from Shane Waldron at Hallis Hall next week at the Scouting Combine. We're going to hear from Ryan Poles. We're going to start to have inside the building chatter coming out that we can uh, dissect and interpret and analyze. And and maybe uh, Ryan Poles next week will give us his interpretation of, of Justin's Instagram following. Excellent. Can I just, uh, go ahead. I throw out one more tweet that I wanted yep. to make sure that we, we, we get, on, get on this before you guys move on. This is from uh, Felipe, I believe you would pronounce who this was a quote tweet so i went so deep on this i went into the quote tweet i love it <laughs> and uh so this he perfectly summed this up he said lol this tweet specifically asked about his contract it's like applies three of them have contract in it y'all just like to argue <laughs> that's true i may have i may have hearted that when i saw that one over the weekend i know i saw that over the weekend i was like god felipe is the only one that's listening uh, as he reads the tweet out loud to himself and realizing how many people are failing at the actual point of it which is why i've been lobbying um for many years now this is a a cause of mine that we've never gotten off the ground for a separate social media platform where we filter out the idiots <laughs> wow. we welcome the debate though we love the conversation because it keeps us going